everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Ungrown Ups Podcast. This is episode 37, otherwise known as the 37th episode, but this one is special. This is the Superb Owl Sunday edition. Yes, or episode XXXVII. Two will enter. Yes. One will be champion. Ooh. Is that how it works? I think so. Yeah, and just so that everybody knows, you're not hearing things. There is running water uh, sort of noise in the background. And, Somebody's uh, taking a shower. Maybe. Yeah, d- I think downstairs. Or laundry. A shower. Yeah, yeah, no, a shower, I would imagine. But they just got food delivered. Like when I walked yeah, up, like they had a food. ton of people there. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, a, a ton is the appropriate number of. Oh, that's. Uh, Multiples. Yeah, that was a LaCroix, not a beer. Yet. No. No? No beers today. Oh. I don't see the point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're not really watching the game, there's nothing to. No, and I, I, um, I went on a run this morning, which is, I haven't actually, I didn't run all week last week. It just, uh, for personal reasons, mentally was not there. You were also like on a business trip. Yeah, but I still run when I go. I take, it's just shoes and stuff and you just run outside. The nice thing about running is you don't need a lot of equipment. True, but you kind of need to know where the fuck you're going. Nah, I just run that way for a while and then turn around and run that way. Oh, skin row, shit. Well, it was in Beverly Hills, so it's not like I was in a. Right on the edge of the ghetto, you know, it's right there. It kind of is, yeah. Just run towards Rodeo and you're fine. Uh, no, so I, I didn't run, but that being said, so I did, uh... You pranced all last week, today you ran. I did run, I did, um... Two miles? Yeah, I did like two, just over two miles, but I got me a, I got me some donuts, I had two donuts. You run for like two, one mile, get the donuts and then run a mile back kind of thing? No, I ended up, uh, I got the donuts at the end of my run and... This part of the cool down. Did a very slow jog back. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, this morning we, we spent some time outdoors, too. And I don't know if it was just because in preparation of, like, hey, we might be sitting on our asses this afternoon watching the game. Right. But uh, we went uh, for a walk through uh, O'Neill Park in, in southern Orange County. And so it, from we can walk to the park from our house. And the complete loop we did was maybe six miles in total. Yeah. But uh, the, the, fu- the part of the walk that we like the most is there's literally a trail called um, Storybook Trail. And they have signposts every 50 feet or so with a page from a children's book. Is it like a known children's book or did they make it up for this trip? They're, they're known publishers, known, known authors and stuff. This one was about Carl, the uh, the earthworm that was kind of questioning his purpose in life. Well, I mean, and, he's an earthworm. He doesn't have... Okay. Well, he's all about making the soil soft and aerated so that seeds can grow and grass can grow and other animals can feed off of all the work that he does earthworms don't really have enough cognitive ability to to really contemplate these things in this book carl can talk got it but you know it's 20 pages it's a fun kids book but it's it's funny because my wife and I are the ones that are excited about reading this book and figure out what happens but you read you only get to read a little bit at a time you're reading a page at a time yeah got it right and there's 20 signposts 20 you know uh boards of of um the pages from the book. So we just checked that out. And then, you know, we continued on and walked around the park, but it was just a nice, nice weather. I mean, being in Southern California, we don't typically have bad weather. And this, this morning it was like 68, maybe 70 degrees as we were walking around, just t-shirt yes. and shorts, real nice and comfortable. It's supposed to be like 70 out right now, yeah. um, which is, it is really nice. I was out earlier. Uh, the, this morning it's, but the, the swings are pretty big. This morning when my run's 50. Okay. So not crazy cold. No, because once you're once you're running, you're getting warm enough that you're fine. Oh, it's dying. I'm yeah. sweating. In fact, I apologize. I haven't taken a shower yet. So I probably smell. Oh, well, good thing you're sitting on the other side of the table. I could get closer. Maybe. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll, we'll see how this episode goes. <laughs> I really felt like there was a hard no coming. Oh, they're done with their showers. That's nice. Uh, now, are we going to hear them blow dry their hair? 
I have no idea. No. I, who knows? Uh, so the, the it's weird. So we well not weird. We've been busy. Yeah, we have been busy, and we've been kind of like our schedule has been a little thrown off, and we've yeah. been supposed to record, not record. In fact, we weren't. We were supposed to record yesterday because I was supposed to be gone to today. Death Valley today to to do an overnight camping trip, and uh, that got canceled. So I'll be free for a while. Uh, yeah. It turns out. Um, but the the last weekend we didn't record because I was uh, in Las Vegas. We were busy with adventure. Yeah, I went, you were in Las Vegas. Yep, went out to Las Vegas. Shot uh, shot a Tommy gun. Yeah. The guy, the guy. Where did, where did you go? It's called shoot 'em up Tommy gun. No. Okay. Well, because I mean, I I used to go to a fire range all the time in Vegas when oh. I was out there for trade shows called the Gun Store. No, it's not Gun Store. It's the one kind of on the edge of town as you go into okay. town. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Fire firing range or shooting. It's literally called shooting range or something like that. So, yeah. anyways, went there, shot a Tommy gun, which was super rad. Uh, it kept. They kept having some issues with one of the guns. So they kept. They got me another gun, so I got to go through two mags instead of one. Rad. And the dude, like, just the, I literally punched the center out of the target. The guys, like, well, I've never now, seen anybody shoot this well. When I went to the I gun store, well. you could pick out different um, paper targets. So they had like a Osama bin Laden. Oh, uh, we didn't pick the target. We just there was like a zombie or something. My favorite one was like it, I called him like the angry mechanic. It was a dude that was like holding a wrench, uh-huh. and I don't know why it just seemed kind of odd. Like, okay, I'm going to shoot some guy holding a wrench, but I've done that probably eight times now over the years and i've, I've shot the tommy gun that was yeah. a fun one i shot the the saw the saw that one was really fun that one's uh the belt fit. yeah yeah and then i've done the mp5 which is kind of the closest thing to i guess an uzi mp5 i shot i've shot one when i was a kid yeah My, our friend a friend of mine's dad was a, a swat oh right so he t- took us out to the range. i've crazy. done a, a desert eagle mm-hmm. i've done the uh, m16 i've done a bunch of different machine guns and, and it's weird because I'm, I'm not a gun owner yeah but i i do find the experience to be kind of interesting but at the same time i go like who the fuck would hunt with one of these things that nobody seems those, like were, those, nah, yeah. those were made for hunting but that it was fun and like i said you know let's not forget the important takeaway here you had the best target that I'm, the guy had ever I'm seen. I'm the best at the Tommy gun. Now, were you doing it gangsta style, just holding it with one hand and the, no, the pistol no, no, cocked no, 90 no, degrees? No. I had I actually didn't even use the the front of the stock. I used the, the mag and had it real tight in my shoulder. And it was okay. it was cool. It was fun. Um, I enjoyed that. And then we did a couple. We went to like Hell's Kitchen. We went to... Is that a... It's a restaurant. No, no, I know it's a restaurant. Ram- Gordon Ramsay. That's, that was what yeah, we did that. We did... Um, oh, man. We did Momofuko, uh, David Chang, and then we did Giada. Her Damn, place. That's some good food. But we did like act uh din- food activity, food activity, food. Activity. Okay. And then um saw Piff the Magic Dragon, uh went to an arcade and had a bunch of fun at the arcade. Like just it was cool. And yeah, then when I'm in Vegas, I eat cheap. I, I end up going <laughs> to uh, well, uh Taco it was, that, was, that was kind of the point that yeah. we went out there for. And then did a um did the next day went on a hike, went to like a farm thing and then came back and uh Where'd you guys end up staying out there? link some uh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it what was it It wasn't great no no it was cheap yeah but it was renamed it was something else i can't remember what and they renamed it the link i can't remember what the hotel used to be called but i know yeah yeah i don't know so and anyways um yeah but it was a good you know so while you were out in vegas uh enjoying the the food and and the activities Pith the magic dragon or whatever the hell. Pith the magic. It was pretty good. It was like a he's like a comedian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But magician comedian thing. It was pretty cool. That was actually really fun. Um, no, yeah. with a th- so you're in a theater watching this performance. Are they doing the whole? It's like six social distancing capacity. Oh, there's hardly anybody in there, and they everybody's they you have to wear your mask the whole time. It was fine. Yeah. 
Did it just seem weird though, doing like semi-normal things, but under these circumstances where like there's you know nobody sitting to the left or right of you in the yeah, theater? Yeah, it, was, it and, was super weird. But at the same time, you felt sort of safe doing it. Yeah, so and if you can, you know, if you can do it, that's great. It was better than not being able to do that right. stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I, I it gave me a different perspective because I'd never been just to go to Vegas, right? I've always been for trade shows or SEMA or whatever, and it sucks. It, I don't like it. But this actually gave me a different perspective. There's a bunch of stuff out there now that I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool to yeah, do. Vegas, but I'm not, I probably won't go back. Because I have a love-hate relationship with Vegas. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's like you're there for trade shows, so you're stuck on the Strip. If you can get away from the Strip and kind of explore more of the surrounding areas, it's it's great. There, there are some awesome hole-in-the-wall spots, yeah. off-the-beaten-path, and, and all that stuff. But Vegas itself as a city is just such a weird place. You know, like yeah, Nobody's I, really ever from there. Right. They all have interesting stories and and it's just a uh, I mean we have friends that live out there that we've met and you know we'll, we'll stop by and, and visit them more out there and of course we're always doing something way off the strip. Yeah, I mean I don't I can tell you the next time I'm going to go back, but I will be there. Well, CES just passed, so that won't happen. So maybe for the SEMA show if yeah. shit gets under control with this pandemic, you know, with enough people have the uh the immunizations or the vaccines. I have other reasons for not going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. But uh, so while you were out in Vegas, I uh, I got to joyride a Ferrari 355. My my buddy Joe had picked up a Ferrari a couple years back. He bought it off of a Marine or a retired Marine in oh, Florida. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a 10-foot car. It's it's a Ferrari, so it looks great. But if right. you look up close, there are some some flaws in it. But he went through it mechanically. That's and had, a driver, though. Like, at least he gets driver. to use it, right? Right. And yeah. that's the great thing is he went through it mechanically and had the uh, engine pulled apart and redid the, the crinkle coat on the valve covers and had a new exhaust put in and all stuff. So mechanically, it's perfect. Visually, it's you know it's got some flaws, but that's the great part about it is right. now he can drive it without any worry. Right. And it's a gated manual. So it's one of the, the, the last uh, Ferraris with, with a gated manual that's transmission. Cool. And so uh, Grayson got to go out with a go out for a joyride with him, and so he just I was stuck inside the house working on a project while Joe pulls up and takes Grayson for a joyride. But Grayson just had the hugest grin on his face, just stupid happy. Yeah. Uh, just because I mean, hearing a Ferrari rev and then hearing the snick of the of the of the shifter, the gated shifter, is just kind of one of those experiences that everybody needs to have. Yeah. And I've played with Ferraris in the past, back in my. Uh, car stereo days doing installs and stuff on them so i've had a chance to experience them at parking lot speeds right but i haven't had my my road going speed experience yet so hopefully in a couple of weekends i'll hit joe up and then we'll go out for a joyride i'd like a 308 yeah my dad had one when i was That's born magnum pi yeah my dad you had would one look good in a hawaiian shirt no oh yeah i don't want the hawaiian shirt but you got the mustache i don't have a mustache well if you shave the beard you do yeah but i'm not doing that you could but i won't you should. But I'm not gonna. With a 308, you might have to. No. I think it's pretty much your ownership prerequisite. Absolutely not. New Balances, white socks. Did he wear white New Balances in that show? I don't know, but oh. I figured just white sneakers, jean sh- jorts, jean no. shorts. No. In the Hawaiian no. shirt. No, 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 no. No. That's silly. White linen suit, Miami Vice style? What are you gonna do? Nothing, just normal clothes. Just a regular No, me. no, if you If you've got like an 80s Ferrari, I'm you not- kind of need to... Oh, wait, hang on really quick. Speaking of 80s stuff, so Radwood is starting their own auction site. Did you hear about that? Yes. Rad for sale or something stupid like that? Yeah. The, they didn't put a lot of thought into the, the name. The name is awkward, but it does kind of capture what it's supposed to do. But I think it's kicking off like March 1st. But I think they kind of, yeah. 
or a little late to the game because Doug Demuro and his cars and bid site. Has yeah, but that's for gang- everything. Then you've got bring a trailer's pretty selective. Bring a trailer's more of that upscale like collector car kind. Bring of- a trailer should have been literal project cars. Hence the name. Bring it was originally, yeah. And yeah. then it ended up being like this place where you overpay for a portion. Yeah, they've ruined all kinds of stuff. Right. Cars and bids is more of this, the more common car, but there are some crazy auction prices that, that have that have happened for some, some more mundane 90s vehicles. So it'll be interesting to see how Radwood does with their rad bid buy car. Rad for sale. Rad for sale. Yeah, see, you don't even like, even when you say it, you're like, why? Yeah. It's weird. I mean, yeah, okay, fine. Name aside, I just, the, all these auction sites are interesting, but I was talking to Coleman last night. Yeah. Hello, Dave. And um, I don't know, I think he listens to this, but if Sarah you do. Is. Hi. Hi, people. Hey, Sarah, tell Dave we said hi. Yeah. And then also, uh, anyways, he's got that old Sylvia that would be good yeah. on that site. So maybe. 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 I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. Well, he's got, doesn't he have like a rusty A pillar or something? That's why he's kind of just going to get rid of it. I think I think it's Sylvia's a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, but that car was famous. I guess it still is famous for its days or time spent in Sport Compact Car Magazine. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, because he did yeah. a bunch of articles on it yeah. and building it up. Yeah, and it's got. I mean, it's got a lot of stuff. It would be a really cool car, yeah. and there's a lot of there's a lot of real good components. Oh on yeah, it, so yeah, yeah, for that sure, would be pretty cool. Um, but anyways, yeah. So so the Ferrari <laughs> Joyride was was my son's highlight of the weekend. Of course, that meant because I couldn't drive it, I was spent finishing a project that I first started four or five years ago. I can't even remember. Oh, your entertainment center. Yes, nice. I don't know if you guys have ever done like a DIY home improvement project. Sometimes you get pretty far along. But for whatever reason, that last like 10%, 15% just takes forever to finish. That was my home improvement project with this, with this entertainment center. So four or five years ago, I rebuilt the mantle in the family room and I built boxes. We had these little cubbies to the left and right of the fireplace. I built cabinet boxes and I built some doors and I wanted to kind of have this reclaimed barnwood uh, sliding door. So the cabinet boxes, when you slid the doors open, you could see everything and right. you slid the doors closed. It was you would see That's it. how doors work, actually. Sliding doors. Well, yes, yes, yes. I mean, just so doors in general. Yeah, place. exactly. Yeah. I just yeah. want to make sure you understood that. Like, you're not discovering. No, no, I invented of... the door. Okay, got so, it. So, yeah, this is a big deal. Did not know that part. So, I had the doors built. I had the boxes built, but I didn't have any of the, the sliding door hardware. I didn't have any of the trim to, to finish off the boxes and all that stuff. And so, I was 85% complete. So, I had everything in place, and the doors propped up. So, visually... It looked okay, right. but nothing was functional. So four or five years later, I can't even remember how long it's been, and I don't think I really want to know. I finally finished the project last weekend. So yeah. Grayson's out joyriding a Ferrari. I'm in the in the family room with a buddy finishing it up, and now I have a fully functional home entertainment setup. Nice. Yeah, it's with nice. Doors. With doors. Yeah. My Apple TV. And that's the sad thing is when I built it, I'm like, okay, I have room for a receiver. I have room for... But you, you don't know, need any of that stuff. Yeah, I literally have just a tiny, tiny little cable box, an Apple TV, and that's it. What about an Xbox? That's upstairs. Oh. So, yeah. And I have Sonos. So I don't have a receiver. I don't have... You could put books. Well, that's the thing. I think we could stash blankets in there. Yeah, books. blankets. No, definitely blankets. So we have we have some storage, storage now. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that's kind of nice because we had some books up on the mantle, so yeah. now we can put those away on the shelf. But the sense of accomplishment on a project that was eighty five percent done, even though you're like, hey, I'm almost there, that last fifteen percent, you have that sense of satisfaction. Like, all right, now hopefully I can finish the baseboards because I didn't do the baseboards in that room because I needed the. 
the entertainment center done because the baseboards overlap the entertainment center. So now I'm 100% done with the entertainment center. I'm still 85% done with the baseboards in the house. Yeah, so now so, it's time to, to do that. Yeah, so that's uh, the next project. I have a Lego update for you. Yeah? I haven't bought or thought about Lego in months. That's my update. I was actually just looked at their website because I wondered uh, what oh, was going yeah, on. Oh, yeah, Grayson, Grayson got the uh, McLaren uh, Technic set, and he built that, and that was all right. Yeah. We uh, decided to go anti-sticker because we've kind of got over the fact that the, the cool thing is with the, the Lego sets, a lot of the race cars just well the cars themselves are really cool but the problem is, is they have a ton of stickers for all of the branding and logos yeah and, and they're they usually stink right so with this one we decided we're not going to do the stickers but unfortunately two of the fenders have pre-printed graphics on them eh, that's all right though yeah but it was weird but everything else was a sticker but i guess because of the compound curves on the fenders you wouldn't be able to lay a sticker on them flat so we um we looked up ways and apparently you can use a rubber eraser, like a pink eraser and just rub the graphic off of the Lego piece. Oh, okay. So we're going to try that to see if we can get the fenders completely. So you're uh, going to ruin. Yes. The piece to make, to make it blank. Basically. Yes. Basically okay. take, to take the, the graphic off that doesn't relate to anything else because we didn't put this, any of the other stickers on. Like I do still want the Ecto one, but I don't want to spend $200 on a box. That's just going to sit in a cabinet. Well, you should see if you can just buy the box. No, what? You're not going to build it. So just get the box. I told you that your genius idea is just, you should sell Lego boxes packaged with just bulk bricks that you can't actually build the set. So it's got the heft and sound of a sealed box, but you can't actually ever build it. And you can sell it for, fractions you ever see those ebay auctions where it's like a xbox 360 box no and people bid on it thinking it's the actual product but it's just the retail box that the item came in but why because either they're assholes and they're trying to rip people off for selling a box when they think they're getting the product or for collectors that want the pristine box or whatever but so something that i do actually think is interesting is lego and adidas have done a collaboration i've uh, seen that and they actually have like joggers and sweatshirts and shoes like they've actually got a lot of there's, stuff there's something like 30 something items that they have in this collaboration but unfortunately or maybe not unfortunately they're intended for kids there's like two pairs of shoes that are adults but there's some actual interesting clothing options that i would wear a t-shirt but they're only in kid sizes yeah i don't and i'm far from wearing huh. kid sizes the nebulon b frigate Okay. That's just a Star Wars ship. That's one I, I missed out on. That was only 40 bucks. Uh, uh -huh. I didn't know that was going on sale, so that was a little bit of a bummer. But, yeah, the rest of the stuff, man, there's just not... I haven't just... have not been able to... Oh, actually, these Adidas shirts are pretty cool. Yeah, but they're not for you. Why not? Because they're only in kid sizes. Are you sure? Yes! I was so bummed. I clicked on one. I was like, oh, hey, nope. Open link in new tab. I'm going to look. We're listening to Ryan browse the yeah. internet. <laughs> no, keep talking. Follow should, along at lego.com no, slash can, store. You, oh, you can't get it in Excel. No. So the other, since the last time I saw you, the last time we, we were together, I actually went and picked up my Seiko watch after being modified. Yeah, you bought, you, or not bought, you picked it up that day. Right? That day, yeah, yeah after we talked. it was on right. the way home. Right. So um, I now have a modified, personalized Seiko watch that's actually pretty damn cool like i wasn't sure how the parts were going to come together like i mean you, you're picking out individual parts you can kind of imagine what they'll look like all together but i was really pleased with how different the watch looked when i picked it up and how much 
better it looks no, it, it looks really cool but they also apparently have a levi's collab as i'm scrolling through um they do look it does it looks great the yeah. watch looks awesome pvd the coating yeah, really works dark with blue yeah it yeah. works with the blue it's almost just like tone on tone but in a not tone on tone way yeah because the original watch i picked out was completely blacked out like everything was black the face was a, a black and that the hands were a dark silver so i didn't change the face i didn't change the hands but i wanted some contrast so the the bezel uh, the part that rotates um, the bezel insert is a dark, dark blue. Right. And the chapter ring, which is what surrounds the face of the watch but sits underneath the, the glass or the crystal of the watch, that's also a dark blue brushed metallic. So the dark blue and the black gives you some contrast, especially in like full sunlight. But indoors, it's kind of just tone on no, tone. No, I like how subtle it is. Welcome to Horology 101. I know. Matthew Valboy. I'm wearing subtle, but I'm not subtle. Oh. I mean, if you saw my outfit today, I mean, I've got orange camo shoes with uh, some blue floral print socks going on right now. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I like the clash. I was not paying attention. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing to... a, a black t-shirt and running shorts. Yeah. It's not, not it's not fashion central over here today. Is it ever? Oh, yeah. No. I don't know. I've, I don't think I've seen you dressed up all that often. What do you mean? Okay, def- what do you mean by dress up? Like collared shirt. Mm. I had a collared shirt on uh, a week ago. Yeah, but I didn't and see a it. A pair of khakis. That's true. Khakis. Well, like gray, like are you, chinos. Are you, uh, no, like chinos. gray chinos. Ooh. That are like way too big. Nothing yeah. fits anymore. That's but that's kind of a nice thing. Like I mean, it, it sucks when you put it on and you go, like, you, you look like shit because it doesn't fit right. Well, but it's nice to know that why it doesn't fit right. My shirt was just long enough to. So you couldn't tell, okay. right? And they, it was fine, but still, yeah, a little, little awkward. Um, I wore polo shirts all last week. Popped collar because oh, Beverly Hills. The Lululemon polo shirt. Ooh. Our branded shirts are Lululemon. Really? Mm-hmm. See, when I first saw that brand, Lululemon, I didn't realize it was literally lemon. I thought it was like Lululemon or Lululemon or something like that. I didn't oh, realize it was. It's not that fancy, apparently. Yeah, because I mean, you the when you see the store in the mall, and you see the way the the branding is and the product and stuff, it's it's expensive shit. Yeah. And so I kind of thought it was going to be a more frilly name. Yeah. Than literally Lululemon. Ooh. Ooh. They do a lot of guy stuff now. I actually have I have a couple jackets from them that I quite but like. But no shorts because you get your shorts from New York. That's right. <laughs> God and famous. Everybody needs to support them. Yeah. They're freaking awesome. Speaking of support. Yeah. I like the support I get from my me undies. <laughs> I was like, is it commercial time? Is that what we're doing? Sure, sure. Oh man, we don't have any like commercial noise. No, um, no. So the other thing that we I guess we haven't talked about is I went to Portland for a week and did a bunch of really fun stuff in the snow and off-road adventures. How was the weather? Oh, that's right. It was snowing the whole time. I was gonna say how Not was the, the whole time. It was cold. But well, then, all the pictures I saw you posted were snow. Yeah, much. so we went well, so we went up to this like um Snowy place. Area called Scapoose for one of the days, and we did a big off-road adventure. And Where is Scapoose? Like Southern Oregon, it's Portland, by, Oregon? It's by Portland somewhere. Um, <clears throat> kind of out towards Beaverton, I guess, Hill. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know those, those yeah, places. Power line trail or something like that. I, I've been on it on my motorcycle a bunch. I'd never been on it in the truck, and it was snowing. It was super fun. I had a really good time. It was me. Um, everybody, uh, there was a, a Tacoma. Shaheen had his Tacoma. Um, Davin had a, has, I should say, a Ranger. And then uh, Tamer has a older right-hand drive diesel land cruiser. That sounds awesome. It's fucking rad. Yeah. I'll have to show you a picture of it. Um, 
so that was super fun and yeah it was snowing and that, that was a really good time and then we how, you know a bunch how, of other stuff happened how long of a drive was it it's like 15 hours to get there um 15 oh. hours to get there however that being said the drive back uh it's coming down pretty good in that picture i mean you got the snow yeah things pretty rad though right? yeah um so <laughs> my neighbor's got an fj45 truck that's just rad oh that's cool yeah so the the drive back well so i was originally going to come home on a wednesday and then that tuesday night i had heard um that there were a couple storms coming in and so it was like oh this isn't good and so you left earlier yeah so i ended up leaving that night because there's two blizzards Oh, shit. Um, ended up just basically, dude, it was, it was 24 and a half hours to get home. Where was the delay or where Everywhere. was the most? So, well, all, all of Southern Oregon, um, I had found out that, uh, the five in California was cl- completely closed. So to get to Redding, I ended up having to go basically out to the coast down this crazy, like Canyon road that takes you to the coast in near whiteout conditions. Got oh, shit. T- finally get to the one Oh one. The 101, I'm going down that. That ends up being closed. Is that the same storm that that had the uh, PCH wiped out? Like up yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Took uh, 36, which was a crapshoot. That's another gnarly road. That's that, a great road. Oh, but yeah, but not in, not in blizzard, blizzard conditions. conditions. So got to the top of that. There was actually, I had ended up sitting there for about an hour and a half waiting for a pilot car because they were doing construction. Oh, jeez. Um, that sucked. And then finally, I got to Reading 14 hours after I left Portland, and then it took another 10 and change to get home. What home. is that drive normally? 15. No, 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 but I mean between Reading and... Seven. Okay, so you doubled your time there. And then... Yeah, but I also had to like weave back and forth yeah. and used every light on the truck. I used uh, all, oh, yeah. my, all, all my driving skill. Oh, dude, it was it was really, really fun. I mean, there were times where I was just sliding this thing around and like, could not see a thing, but it so was the, awesome. The pucker factor was high? Yeah, but it was really good. And then, you know, it was, like I said, long long drive home. What was really good, the drive or your pucker? The drive was, <laughs> like, parts of it were fun, but I like <laughs> blizzards, snow, sleet, slush, full-on rainstorms so what and of- a sandstorm to get home oh shit yeah now what kind of cars were around you on the highway like none none oh so you were just desolate all in the middle of nowhere the most of the crazy stuff that happened kind of that through the night yeah um was yeah nobody around there's roads where you you know those like you're in the middle of nowhere on a road and you're like mm, yeah this is i probably where- shouldn't be here yeah those oh. were the roads you were on oh yeah so it was really fun but while i was in portland there is a, I mean, we did a lot of cool stuff. It was great to see a bunch of friends and there's a, a store. So there's a Japanese brand called Snow Peak. Okay. They make really, really high end camp gear. So yeah, Ryan's yeah. holding this little like nylon strap red thing. That's got like a, a it's a little pouch. A little so pouch. I bought myself, I have a, a uh, cup from okay. Snow Peak. It's okay. a titanium mug. Right. And I have, I think a spork and some stuff, but I ended up buying myself a new chopstick set. Okay. And what's really cool about these is that the way they're built, so it's a, a squared metal shaft, right. right? And then you pull the back of it out, and the end of the chopstick screws into a little brass retainer that has two O-rings on it. And you flip it and, and then put you it in. take it off and you unscrew it, and now you have a chopstick. But what's rad about the way the design is is that when you put it all back together and com- compact it's it, it's tiny. Not only is it tiny, but this is the clever part: is the this brass retainer. And the two O-rings yeah. make it so that when you put it together, like normally it would... Yeah, right. right? But when you put it all together... Oh, no look at that. And they're squared so they don't roll away. Good. Yeah, so I got new camping chopsticks. How often have you been camping when you go, shit, I need chopsticks? Now it's going to be every time. I was going to say, because you got a spork. I mean, what couldn't you eat? Now I'm only <laughs> using chopsticks. 
and you're only going to be making noodles on your on your campfire. Oh, no, I'm going to eat anything. Said, but it, I just those are pretty epic. This is actually really cool. Yeah, like, it's a really neat design. But I, I, I honestly got to say, like, really, like, what's the demand for chopsticks? On well, consider on they're, they're a Japanese brand. Well, I, so, under, I so totally their understand. demand is much higher. I understand, right? But chopsticks you can't really eat cereal with, or no? But they have dude, their their stuff's like, you know. Thirteen or fourteen hundred dollar tents. So is this like a, a, a fifty dollar chopstick set? No, I think they were like twenty five or thirty. Okay, that's not, yeah, that's not, not, terrible. not terrible. And the way they're built, right? Yeah. I mean, it's super cool. And it's got the like a long lanyard. Tether. Yeah, I don't. That part's. Is it? Are you supposed to wear it as a necklace? Oh, like maybe. around your neck? Maybe. I mean, I won't. But maybe you could. So, anyways, I, I thought that was really cool. That was your 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 souvenir. Uh, yeah, I got these, and then I ended up buying a. Um, fork and spoon set for somebody that i'm just gonna keep and put it in my camp gear there you go now you've just got serving wear for days yeah now, is this gonna stuff be i've already the... had and yeah. it, was a, it was a here's a uh maybe it's your, maybe it'll your, be like your first uh truck camp trip was gonna be like a little gift right oh. but now it's a uh, goes in my gear yeah well maybe it'll come in handy if you don't feel like doing the dishes you can pull out your, your camp serving wear and have an extra it just goes in a, a bin in the garage oh yeah that's what i do with my stuff bin it well, no, I have like the my. You I know, know you got the, your camp gear. gear. And yeah, all yeah, stuff, yeah, for that specific thing. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. Anyways, the Portland trip was really fun. Uh, the Adidas store, good food. Now, hanging you, out with friends. When you were up there, you you stopped by the the bike shop where you bought your motorcycle. Yeah. So my friend, my one of my good friends, Shaheen, the guy that I actually went up to visit, his job, his profession, his his career. I don't know what other words could I use. His vocation. Yeah. He is the general manager of Moto Corsa, which is one of the largest Ducati dealers in the United States, and it's where I've bought three bikes now. Now we, I asked if you saw your old bike because you. No, they they said that thing was gone in like a week. Yeah. yeah. Did they make a crap ton of money off of you? Sheen's like, dude, I made seven grand on that bike. Oh, I don't know what they made. Good for them if they. Yeah, did. I don't know what they that's, made either. That's their business, right? I yeah. mean, They wouldn't be very successful if they made nothing. True. So, you know. True. Whatever they could make off of it, and that the bike I traded in was. Basically, you know, it's older, but it's new. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because you didn't put any miles on it. Yeah. So, no, it's cool. It was, uh, oh, wow, excuse me. Um, no, it was fun. I had a really good time and hanging out with everybody at the shop. Yeah, was, the change of pace is always everybody. nice. And that's the thing we're looking forward to, too, is like, you know, we've talked about with this whole pandemic. Well, you know what? It's like, it was a change of pace, but it was still, I mean, I still had work. I, still, I was really busy. So it wasn't like, you know, and he yeah, was working. Free so it's not like, responsibility. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, it's different scenery, you know, seeing friends you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Like, uh, we finally made plans for spring break. So we, we were th- earlier, we were talking about, Oh, you know what? Maybe we should go to Maui. Right. Yeah. That's one of our favorite vacation spots. We don't have to plan anything. We just show up. We know what we're doing and it's just a total relaxing vacation. Yeah. But then we're like, okay, flights are relatively cheap. It's like 400 bucks a person, 500 bucks. So, okay, you're figuring twelve, fifteen hundred dollars to get out there. But then the other challenge is you need to have uh, your COVID test results before you go. And so, yeah, you could do the mail it in test, but you have to make sure you have the test. The test has to be taken within 72 hours of departure and you have to have your results. So right. then we're like, okay, realistically, we probably have to do the rapid test and that's 150 bucks. 200 bucks a person so we're like okay worst case scenario we're at two grand between airfare and rapid test and we're like why don't we just road trip somewhere and just take all that money and, and rent, use it towards rent an rv 
Right, or just use it towards the adventure or something like that. No, so, I'm saying like, are you going to rent an RV or just go? Not on this car? trip. Not on this trip. So what we're doing is we're actually going to the Grand Canyon where I've never been. Which is crazy, but okay. Yeah, I don't know why. Like my parents as never a kid. Yeah, yeah, they never went, so I huh. never went. And then so we're doing the Grand Canyon. We're doing Sedona. And then we're doing Scottsdale. So we're Sedona's doing, awesome. Right. And that's where we're spending most of the trip. Yeah. So we're doing, I think, like two days or three days in uh, the Grand Canyon in, in Williams in that area. And then like two or three days in um, in uh, Scottsdale. Yeah. But the bulk of the trip is going to be in Sedona. And so we're really thrilled about that. And so we've found a bunch of different adventures activities. Yep. Um, so there's side-by-side rentals. There's ATV rentals. There's also a lot of really cool, just go see like the, you know, the Indian cliff, cliff dwellings and all We're that kind of stuff. That. really rad. There's some good off-roading in Sedona. Um, we'll be doing that. Add to the list of, you know, I said earlier, I was supposed to be in Death Valley right now. Yeah. Uh, next week was supposed to be three days in Sedona. What were you going to do out there? Was it just the off-roading? Like- some off-roading actually from there was going to use that as a base to go up to Horseshoe Bend and that part of kind of the Grand Canyon, see all that stuff. Cause it's only a couple hours from there. And then uh, there's good food in Sedona, and then yeah, some off-roading so and exploring. Right now we're trying to we're trying to plan. So I don't have a four-wheel drive vehicle, but I have an all-wheel drive. So I've got yeah, you're fine. nine inches of ground clearance. It should be fine. Um, but we're trying to plan things to do. And so I've had friends because again, I've never been out there. Jeanette has been to Sedona a couple times, but she went last time she was there was in college. So she's always had the broke college student experience. Yeah, yeah. And Scottsdale, well, she went to ASU, so that's her backyard basically. But again, it's been. 25 years since she's been out there so it's only been a couple i was in sedona a few years ago okay so we're looking for for things to do so we've been getting recommendations and like okay you know on the way out when you're out in the kingman area driving out there you want to stop by oatman arizona it was an old uh gold mining town and they they hit like a 10 million dollar gold vein but there's wild burrows Mm -hmm. just walking the streets of oatman yeah so you can go into any store and they'll sell you like alfalfa cubes and you can just feed the burrows yeah so we're doing that. That'll be cool. The uh, I will tell you, uh, don't go to Four Corners. If yeah, I, I think it it's sucks. closed. It's boring because it's, it's on Indian land or something. And like it's that. boring. There were a couple of adventures that we really wanted to do. Like there's some uh, hikes that are on uh, Navajo lands, and so you have to have a, a Navajo tour guide um, or a guide take you through there. But because of the pandemic, the tribal lands are basically closed to the public. So we're hoping. Oh, got it. And I don't know how realistic it is. I mean, because we're looking at two months to spring break, right. but we're hoping that maybe things might open up so we can we can get in to do some of those really cool hikes and some of those uh, canyons and stuff. But the one thing that we we found out that we were kind of unexpected was apparently fifth grade students get into every national park for free in the U.S. So you just print out this little certificate thing off the website, and it's just it's open for. Every fifth grader and their immediate family. So because Grayson's in fifth grade, we're going to the Grand Canyon and all these other national parks for free. But I don't know how they verify it. But so he gets in, so you get in. Yes. I see. It's it's a strange thing. And it's basically like everybody that's in the car with him, I guess. Oh, I, see. I don't know how they do it. But yeah, so we're excited for the, the opportunity for adventure. Well, the other thing you need to do is go to Prescott. What's... Prescott's another city, like kind of right by um, uh, Sedona. That's super, super cool. Uh, it's worth going to check out. Like, go there and have lunch or something. Okay. Uh, on your way somewhere else. Um, that's a. It's really pretty uh, up there. That's what we're really kind of looking forward to. I mean, I, I've seen pictures and just yeah. how beautiful it is. And like Dave's adventures, he'd be going out to. He's been out in northern Arizona and, and southern Utah quite a bit. Froden. Yeah. 
um, Prescott has um, what's it called? Whiskey Row. And it's just like where all the restaurants and stuff are. Okay. And, and that, that part's really cool. There's so, another little town. But that's the other thing is like this it's been so long since we've had a vacation to actually plan and look forward to that this part of the fun is just in the planning stage. It's like we just booked the Airbnbs last week. Actually, right. no, early yeah, this past week. So we've got that locked down. We've got the dates locked down. So now it's like, okay, where are we gonna eat? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna go see? What, you know, kind of adventures are we gonna rent ATVs? Are we renting side by sides? You know, are we doing the hot air balloon over Sedona? Are we doing this? Are we doing that? So this is kind of the the, the fun part of the whole adventure is is the planning stages. And of course obviously once we get to do the adventure, that'll be really fun as well. It's like Jerome is another really cool so in between Sedona and uh, Prescott is this little place called Jerome. Yeah, like that I've whole heard, drive, yeah. super cool. Um, well, and that's the thing is like, you know, I want to kind of follow Route 66 for as long as I can out yeah. that way. Yeah. The problem being is Jeanette gets car sick. Ah, that sucks. And so I might have to redo the trip again with Grayson right. in something smaller, something fun, more though. fun. And just yeah. the two of us just bomb the back roads. Like, I really want to stay at the um, the TP motel, but it's called the, the Wigwam. Yeah. motel yeah. because they got those little tiny little tp shaped rooms and stuff and you know it's, it's something you've seen in the cartoon movie right. cars but i want to see that i want to stay there even, I, even though i know it's a dive yeah, i just yeah. want to be able to say i stayed yeah. i am um, i don't know i've been doing a lot of stuff so i feel like i've had like, adventures and vacations and stuff so i'm yeah. not i'm not as craving that although i'm in a spot where <clears throat> I'm kind of trying to decide what's next. So I'm eventually going to have to move for work as I potentially have alluded to before. Yeah. And the nomad life is with all the, the, there's just a lot of stuff going on in my life that is, um, shit, I guess, uh, without getting, you know, this isn't a show where we necessarily talk about an era of personal laundry, but that being said, there's, um, more and more, you got I, some puzzle pieces to figure out. Well, logistics not, like where you're going, how yeah, you're gonna do and, it, and like yeah. more and more and more, I'm leaning towards taking and giving up my place and putting everything in storage and just spending a few months nomading, yeah, uh, and then you know, get a cheap room up uh, somewhere and yeah, closer to the office, yeah, so and then just that. be whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't have anywhere I have to be as long as I have Wi Fi, I can work from wherever, so right, so it's not like there's this, uh, this demand to be in any given spot i mean my family's here which is great but that also creates sort of a base camp area yeah. if i need to and you know the forerunner's not the worst thing to sleep out of the back of i also started looking at like the rooftop tents no trailers oh, okay yeah, yeah a little teardrop uh, yeah a little teardrop there i found some really cool ones but they're like 16 grand and i, I don't know if is I that covid pricing or is that like normal pricing everything's covid pricing i know it's, yeah. it's crazy how how expensive like recreational vehicles are and and it's like, yeah yeah. Well, I mean, I just sold my motorcycle for probably $1,000 more than I could have got for it. Did we talk about that? I sold my Husqvarna. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. we mentioned that. Yeah, so I sold that for a really good amount of money. And, you know, I don't know. I, I've got I've got to figure out a few things in the next two weeks, yeah. I guess. and Figure out what you want to do. Because you have to give notice yeah. on this place, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not on a lease now. I'm on a month-to-month, -month, which is But why do you have to I'm give them a that. month? Yeah, yeah. I'll give yeah. them 30 days. Well, it'll take me that long to move all this stuff anyways. Well, yeah. You have to disassemble all your Legos. Put them no, back into the box. put them in a box, right? Or like a baggie. I'm not gonna. I don't know how you're doing I it. I don't know how it works. I mean, how much space is this going to take up when they're assembled versus when they're disassembled? I mean, I it's... don't know. But I, I mean, I'll have to get. This is a two bag. I have a lot of furniture and stuff, so I'll have to get a fairly large storage. All your anyways. BDSM toys and furniture, and that's just going to take up a bunch of space. 
part of that is true. Uh, moving certain things. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, there's just a lot. And then I'll probably end up doing another purge. Um, like the biggest pain in the ass is moving that safe. I don't know, safe. That big old black thing in your corner? No, The battery measure. powered thing that wiggles? No. Uh, I think, though, it'll be a good opportunity to just, like I said, get rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I did it the last time I moved and I, I started doing it in the garage. I started throwing out a bunch of stuff that I don't need. Uh, it's time to do it again. Yeah, we kind of have the, the rule of like if it's if we haven't used it in a year, yeah. we don't need it. Well, even like. But then there's some stuff where it's like, uh, but. old, like letters from people and cards and like there's no oh, point yeah. keeping a lot of that anymore so i'm just trying to get rid of some of that stuff and yeah yeah i don't know where i'm in like on sentimental memories and stuff like some of that i guess is it's kind of interesting to like i'll keep to, all my but... stuff from when i was a little kid yeah but like the rest of it i don't know man it's just it's I don't just know. stuff yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like well how often are you actually interacting with it it's just a matter of of necessity i mean really i mean are you willing to pay a bunch of money just to store this one box of papers that you never really would deal with otherwise. Yeah. And I mean, that's what it is. It's kind of going through and being like, well, I, this isn't the thing that I've looked at in forever. And the harder part's going to be, you know, Oh, you know what I'll have to do? I'll probably end up getting a Thule box and just have clothes and stuff up in the Thule box. Oh, that work. Now, are you a garage sale person? Like, do you No, do- gross. I like going to garages. I'm not selling my crap. I don't have that kind of time. I will just take and donate most of the stuff. Yeah. Like we got rid of uh, when we when I was working on the uh, the entertainment center in the, in the family room, we had an elliptical in there because we would use the elliptical while watching TV. And we decided, you know what? You know, we're working out more. We don't really use this piece of equipment anymore. So I put it up on Craigslist. And it's amazing. Just, you know, we've talked about this before, but you put it up on Craigslist. I think I was asking 250 and I would take 200 and the thing was like a thousand bucks when yeah, we bought it. But they don't care. No, the first offer I got, hundred bucks. I'm asking two fifty. Like, why would you think that yeah. if I wanted a hundred, I would ask for a hundred? But luckily, you know, I was able to to actually sell it to a friend without even needing to sell it through Craigslist. But huh. I, I got a shit ton of interest on Craigslist for it, which was fascinating because when I I always like to look and see what's currently on Craigslist for sale in that same category to right. get an idea of pricing. Right. And there was a crap ton of ellipticals for sale. And yet, I must have gotten 15 emails. So I don't know what it was that made mine that much more appealing. Maybe you just took really good photos. I do like to put decent pictures up, and I yeah. write an explanation and explain what features this thing has and how much, you know. And it, yeah, I mean, it, it, so there's enough info that it it seems better than the other right, ones. That's all right. it was. Yeah. But it wasn't the cheapest one by far. So mm. it was just interesting to see how much interest there was. What I would like to, what I would do, not would like to, because this is effort, and yes. I'm not sure how much effort i'm going to put into this but i have a lot of like old collectibles and you know things and like i like i still have have i still have a bunch of comic books there's a comic book store around the corner i want to take him in he's like dude i don't care yeah just give me a price for these yeah and and if there's ones in here you don't want too bad they're yours right (laughs) you you get them all yeah, yeah yeah just take them all um and then there is some stuff where i could probably potentially you know put it on ebay or something but then now you have you to deal with ebay it. Yeah, yeah well and it's then you have to package it and go to the post office and then you get screwed on shipping because none they of that ever they, works it right. arrived damaged and then paypal or, or whatever and, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so i don't know i don't know if i actually want to do that i've got you know i just have stuff that like i just don't need yeah so like my plotter i could 
pull all the, the plotter files. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can pull all the files for the plotter and then that computer, like take the hard drive out of the computer. That computer is so sad. It barely runs the plotter. Right. I'm better off just buying like a, one of those $50 computers or whatever. Oh yeah. Like a Raspberry Pi kind of thing. Some, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd have to be a PC or a windows computer, but okay. you can get a, I can get later. You know what? I don't right. need it right now. That's true. Um, I mean, I haven't turned the plotter on in like two months. It's been a while since you made stickers. Yeah. So, you know, I, it's that kind of like that kind of stuff. I keep the plotter, but I probably get rid of yeah. the mach- the box and like, there's just, yeah, there, there are things that you could, you could get rid of. Right. And just con condense. 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 Yeah. Simplify. Well, yeah, sure. Does it bring you joy? The hard part. And this is what the, I don't know. The bikes. Where do the bikes go? The ones with pedals or the ones without pedals? No, the motorcycles. Okay. That's the part that I don't have figured out yet. One of them would, I mean, wherever I get a room would eventually go there. I was going to say, I mean, the one thing that's kind of nice about bikes is they don't take up a ton of space. Sure. So but if you've got somebody that's If got you're a, like, hey, will you put a motorcycle in your garage? And I pay a lot you of 50 bucks like, a month. Okay. No. $50. I don't know. But can you put this out of the kindness of your heart? Maybe. See? But I mean, I think kindness of your heart would only get you for maybe a couple of months. But I mean, beyond that, like, maybe. like my mom, like... My uncle actually pays her a hundred bucks a month to, to store yeah, a car in her garage, right? So she only has one car, so yeah. it's not like it's a major inconvenience. But you know, it maybe that's a thing. Maybe you could, you know, see if your sister will take. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, I could I don't, just make sure it's a ground unit and it's big enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because storage is isn't not crazy expensive. Relative I, to I have rent, no idea how much right? personal storage is. I've never rented a. a no. Well, I looked at like you can get like a, like ten, a closet, ten, basically ten by twenty. Okay, for like three hundred something bucks, which is expensive, I guess, in one way, but, but it's for not the crap, rent. Fit in there. Right. right, and then you put all your stuff in there, and then right. I have no rent. Yeah, that's true. I have no home, <laughs> but I have, I have no, no rent. rent. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just I've been kicking it around. I don't know if it's really what. What would you do for mail? Happen. Would you just forward it to like your relatives? Most of my house? stuff goes to my mom now, and okay. to her house. And I know that sounds weird, but it's forever because I've I moved so many, many times, times yeah. right? And I've just moved constantly. Whether it's online out bill of state or, so yeah. it's just like the yeah. stuff that you get in the mail is usually juries, right? And then I <laughs> I need to figure out. There, there's some other stuff like my consulting business. Like, what do I, do I keep it or do I fold it? Like, there's a few things that I want to figure out, and then. You'll yeah. probably refi the forerunner because it's technically under the pit. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah. All these complications. Yeah, it's, there's some stuff. And I just, like I said, I need to sit down and I need to talk with an actual adult sometime soon and, and get work through some of the stuff. And, you know, but if there was ever an opportunity where, you know, the time to do it is now, it, it's now. Yeah, for so, sure. So that's the thing. And, and I'm, you know, I don't have anything else to hold me from doing it. Right. I mean, the, the fact that your, your company is located like hundreds of miles from here anyways means that you have the flexibility to work remotely because you're doing it now. Yeah. I mean, obviously we, there's the, yeah. an office involved at some point, but yeah. the, I, I guess the frequency with which people are starting to go in the office is, is increasing. And I see the value, especially with the, the stage that my, the, the company I work for is at, I yeah. see the value in being in person oh, sure, part of the time. Sure. So, you know, there's a, there's a bit of a, an influence there. And in fact, somebody asked me if I was going to be there this week and I said, no. And, and it was obvious that it was kind of a, well, it'd be great if you were. Yeah. So, you know, I got to start looking at that kind of stuff. And, and I think I'm like, my company has, has stated that they're not planning to return to the office until June timing, which is crazy. 
Right. But I mean, seeing how things are going and how long it, you know it's taking to get the vaccine rolled out and for people to get it, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But they set this date last year. And at that time, you're like, oh, holy yeah. crap, it's just forever out there. And here we are in February, and it's like, oh, that actually seems kind of reasonable. Right. So we'll see how that all goes, and they may bump it back or do you know what. But yeah. it is it is interesting how much the the ability to work has changed in the past year because of this pandemic, and and how companies have kind of realized it's capable. You know, it's it's possible to have remote employees. Yeah, and I think it, that, I mean, there's certain stuff you just can't do remote, but but yeah, I mean, you know, we do as much we, as we, we can. play with cars, and obviously. Yeah the best way to do it is in person. And so, yeah, yeah I understand there's going to be times where I'm going to have to be in the office to do that type of stuff. But for meetings that could be done anywhere, right? I mean, honestly, how many meetings that we go to that could have been just an email? Oh, dear. Right? So those meetings could still be done over Zoom or whatever your online meeting platform is. Yeah. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of see how it all, all shakes out. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I got, I got a lot of decisions to be made here in the yeah. next X amount of time. Should I get you like a magic eight ball or something no, to help you with like a, it? That seems like a bad way to do it. <laughs> You're, where'd um, that go? Uh, I mean, well, the eight ball told me it was a wise decision. I, I'm both not opposed and very opposed at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, no, no. I, I think, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I just have to figure it out and then, you know, figure out, okay, it's time to, to cut ties with certain things and throw stuff away and yep. just uh, start the next part of, this crazy ass adventure oh yeah yeah for sure and i'm not i don't know i think that's part of the appeal too is that i can like i said as long as there's wi-fi i can wake up almost anywhere and there's like cell extenders and you've still got all that amtrak credit burning a hole in your pocket yeah i think that's probably gonna <laughs> continue <laughs> um but there's all these like you know there's there's like wi-fi antenna ex- or wi-fi signal boosters i can get for the truck there's all kinds of stuff that yeah, i can yeah, do yeah. to to make it a little bit better yeah um man i wonder how much those tule racks are if you can find one on the internet or those what are they called the coffins i don't know i mean nicknames yeah they're called yeah, but i don't that? know what the actual brand name or what they it's basically just a tule like rooftop storage pod or something like that but i'm sure you can amazon or google search that yeah i mean i, I guess it would just be co- well yeah, here you go right here uh that's a volkswagen that's weird uh you can rent one for 30 dollars a day a oh. week it doesn't say uh Okay, here's one. 225 bucks. What's it called? No, 325 Rooftop carrier storage top for auto is what they've named. All right, the, that works. The thing. I'm on the Craigslist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, here's a 4x4 custom RV for 150 grand. Maybe that's a better way to go. That's COVID pricing. Uh, he's got a hammock on top. That's badass. So I went to uh, Cars and Coffee. Cars and Coffee finally restarted. Uh, the one I go to is down in, uh, in San Clemente. Yeah, California. by the way, one of these weekends potentially the next weekend yeah you should remind me and i can ride the ducati down and meet you all right yeah on a weekend yeah that would be fun yeah the uh cars and coffee had been kind of on hiatus because of the the rising uh covid outbreak numbers around the holiday so i think their their last event was sometime in like mid-december and they taken a break all the way until for those of you that don't know it's a gathering of folks in a parking lot looking at cars and drinking coffee yes just in case you're wondering. Yes, and this is in a in the parking lot of the the factory outlets down in San Clemente. So it's a big parking lot, and yesterday there was two thousand cars in attendance. Um, it was what? insane turnout. That's crazy. Yeah, and just so much. There, there's enough room. 
they well they have overflow because it's it's on the top level of the parking deck. So there's a lower level in the parking structure, okay. and then there's adjoining lots. So yes, there's enough room, but no, there wasn't enough room. But it was, and it, I'm sure this is just pent up demand because usually on an average weekend there's probably like five six hundred cars. Um, but because of the fact that it hadn't been around for about two and a half months, there was just a huge huge turnout. Mm-hmm. But it was there was some cool stuff out on display, and. Uh, we were walking by, and there was a um, an Audi R8 V10 uh, that had just been redone by uh, Sheepy Performance. So it, it had a twin turbo uh, put in, and it, on E85, it runs uh, 1,400 horsepower. And I looked it up on the on the Sheepy Performance website, and that upgrade is a hundred and ten thousand dollars. And then the the Audi was running a titanium exhaust. That was $10,000. So that's $120,000 that I could see on the car. Plus he had the uh, new, uh, I think it was like cast aluminum intake and, and some other parts. So whoever owned that car spent, I don't know, 130K uh-huh. in upgrades on a six-figure car to begin with. And I'm just like, that's just insane money. But it was pretty to look at. Like it was titanium welding porn for like the exhaust yeah. Like a bunch of pie cuts and it's just, you know, how titanium blues and oranges like when it gets heated up. So it just looked gorgeous, but that's it's just cool. like that's a house, you know, worth of improvements on the back yeah, end of this car. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm sure it's some YouTuber or some young guy that's just rolling in cash somehow, but it's just it's it's at the same time it's it's amazing to look at it, and at the same time it's also like what the fuck? Yeah, right. But I mean, you're you're probably seeing the same thing in Beverly Hills. You know, you're you're seeing all this crazy wealth, and you're just like, why is it? You know, it's it's so much ostentatious. Yeah, Beverly Hills is basically just uh, what do you call it? It's um, new money. No, 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 no. no, no. It's G wagon after G wagon after G wagon. I've never seen more G wagons in my life. Oh, and I saw six by six. Oh yeah. yeah, Do you see the photo? I put that on Instagram. Yeah, I saw actually two new G wagons this past weekend, Mm. and there's. The, the new one looks identical to the old one. The only way to really notice it is a couple of details are rounded yeah. off rather than squared. And the easiest way to tell for me at least is the, the rear taillights. The, the previous generation G-Wagon, they're completely rectangular. The new G-Wagon, the, the inner corners that are facing the, the, the hatch uh-huh. are rounded. That's it. That's the easiest way for me to tell. I mean, obviously from the front end, you can see a little bit more differences. It's just slightly, they, they've knocked all the hard edges off the corners yeah. and just kind of slightly rounded them. But yeah, it, it's just kind of crazy. So so 16, the Yakima Skybox 16 Carbonite. Ooh. Uh, not available. Not, none of the, that's the thing. None of this stuff is available. Yeah, I mean, well, because you have demand, but then you also have supply chain issues with logistics overseas. And like we had... With the recent storms, what was it, like a week or two ago, when we actually had rain in Southern California, a lot of the container ships that would show up in the, uh, what, Long Beach port, or what they call Port of LA, yeah, couldn't come in because... No, they're all stuck just sitting. Because the waves were too too violent, and so they had to kind of sit offshore. And so, obviously, those are filled with all sorts of commodities coming from overseas. So maybe your Yakima pod box, skybox thing is sitting in a container ship offshore. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all this stuff. Well, and they're—I mean—they're not crazy cheap either. The eighteen cubic foot is seven hundred and thirty dollars. That seems about right, though. I don't know if that's—that seems crazy expensive. 
But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I have no. And idea. that's the thing now too is like you know, so we're planning for this Sedona hike, or you Sedona can rent, so you can rent one. You can go to the Raxon Road and rent one. Right, but we're looking at other outdoorsy type shit. Like I wear ball caps pretty much everywhere I go, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I need like a a wide brimmed hat. Yeah. While I'm out in the sun hiking around, because I mean, it's not gonna be blazing hot. It'll be probably in the the 70s while we're out in Sedona in early April. But trying to figure out, okay, I need to get a hat, but I have a massive head. How do I find a hat that fits when all these places are online? And then so it's just trying to figure out, like, do I need to go check out a local REI to kind of find a... Why can't you just buy it at REI? Well, that's the thing is I, I probably will, but I want to go try it on first. Oh, I see. You know, I don't want to buy it and have to return it. But either way, it's going to require a visit. So I want to check that out. And yeah, it's just logistics. So we're taking that dog with us. And she, she'll do shorter walks, but will she do a longer walk? Probably not. So we picked up a backpack that can actually hold her inside of it. So, I mean, she's 18, 20 pounds. Yeah, yeah. So she's not a massive dog. Right. Um, so, you know, picking that up. And so it's, it's just kind of all of those hiking adventure things. So we're looking at and trying to track things down. But it's, it's, it's making it fun. So we've got a new harness for the dog. A new dog backpack or dog-friendly backpack is on the way. And then uh, we got to get some hats. And then it's like, okay. You buy like a pith helmet? No, I don't want something hard. I want something that can collapse and throw in a bag if I need to. Like one of those Aussie hats? Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm just looking for, because I was like, oh, a bucket hat. But the bucket hat doesn't have an, a, a big enough of a brim to really provide Nobody enough. looks good in a bucket hat either. Unless you're LL Cool J. He looks all right in a bucket hat. Nobody looks good in a bucket hat. Not even LL Cool J. Gilligan? No. That was his whole. I know, it was ridiculous. Hmm. You don't think that was ridiculous? It was ridiculous. It fit. It fit his character, I guess. But anyway, so I'm looking. What his character was? Uh, ridiculous. A lovable. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I brought some balls for you. I saw that. My Jeanette likes to bake, and yep. so she's on this on this kick, just trying to come up with little snack bites, and so she's called them protein balls. Where did and, she get this recipe? Did she just make it up? She just made it up. Oh. So it's basically it's peanut butter, granola. Protein powder, uh, chocolate-covered raisins, and it's just really dense, protein-rich snack bites. Am I going to get yoked? I don't know if there's enough protein powder in the ball to do it, but it wouldn't hurt. You could just say yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes, but you would need to eat three pounds of them and do a shit ton of workout. No, but I mean, so they've been actually pretty good. And then the other thing, is it's funny. So we have these totally healthy protein ball things that my, my wife bakes and she makes them like once a week. So we have like yeah. a week supply when she makes them. And then she comes home from Target the other day with these limited edition Oreo Brookio cookies. Yeah, Brookio. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Well, I know. Like I saw like their Oreos doing like a Lady Gaga cookie. What? It, yeah. It's it. It's just made out of raw meat. No, it's it's bright green and pink. That but was a joke because then she wore a rom right, right, doodad. Right. Yes. The flavor is, I guess, unchanged. It's just the color palette is in the Lady Gaga sauce. So anyway, so they're doing these strange collaborations or limited edition flavors. So this one, the Brookie O cookie is brownie, the original cream, and then cookie dough. So when you look at the... And I brought some with me. Is it a collaboration with like... Uh, a baker or something with weight watches i think okay so it's it's got (laughs) it's got three layers of uh filling i guess in the middle it's like a dark brown a white and then like a like kind of like a caramel color all right it's a pretty damn good cookie it's 90 calories for a single oreo so it's not 
completely terrible. But it, it is kind of funny when you look at our pantry when you have like this is really good for you and this not so much. The choice is yours. No, that's what you need. You need variety. That we have plenty of. Um, Are you still researching those skyboxes? No, I'm just kind of thinking about. Uh, I just realized I could maybe just get a couple of Rome cases instead of those skyboxes and do it that way. Now you already have the roof rack. You could. Well, yeah. Them. I mean, that's that's not the issue. I, I think, and then they have a way to like you can mount them somehow. Obviously, they being the company that made your roof rack, or the- no, no, no. This would be like there's a company called Rome that makes these big like they're kind of like a sort of like a Pelican case, just without the wheels. Uh, yeah, and they're not as expensive. Okay, but there's ways that you can you know you could drill a hole in the bottom of it and mount it. All right. I don't know. I'm just just thinking. Just uh, now, my brain's going. Hmm. 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 What should we do? Uh, do you they know. come in colors? No. Nah. Oh. oh yeah, they do. They do. But I just get black. Oh, orange to match your uh, or black to keep it max tracks. The max tracks, yeah. They had actually. I could have got max tracks in black. I should have. Really, I've never seen them in black. They come in all kinds of different colors. The only time I've ever well, maybe it's because they're orange. But the only time I ever see them is the orange ones. Because how do you miss a bright orange plastic thing on the roof of a car? Yeah, they. In fact, here let's see. Recovery boards, Mark Two. They come. Yeah, in, you don't want the Mark One. They come in like gray. Orange, black, uh, army green, like a desert tan, and some kind of red. Is that the Valentine's Day limited edition color? Uh, no, it's just red. Uh, they come in blaze yellow, lime green, like a blue. <coughs> they come in turquoise, pink, navy blue. Like, what color do you need? What do you I get don't know. You? What do you think Nick's thinking right now as he's pumping away on his Peloton listening to this, hearing just colors being described? <laughs> Red. Do you think he, okay. I don't think he listens always on the Peloton. He's got to listen to the Pelotoners, right? No, well, they do classes, and then you listen to that stuff. But I think you can just pedal without the class going, can't you? Because I know he pod he listens to us somehow. And I would think that would be the time. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he listens while he's. Should we be grunting? Oh, maybe he's on his regular road bike. Oh, he's got a, he's got a trainer in the house. Yeah, maybe that's what he's doing. Well, yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. So many questions. The yeah. fact that we know so much about our listeners' lives is a little strange, too. Well, because there's only like three of them. Right, right. So it's easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And most of them are. And if we don't know friends. you and you would like to be mentioned on the show, send an email to ungrownups at ungrownups.com. Oh, yeah. We're happy to talk about you. Oh, yeah. Uh, anything yeah, yeah. you'd like. I mean, if you want us to plug your you know, your new rake business, I'll do it. I don't yeah. care. Or if you want to give us a discount code to meundies.com, we can do that, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, We're open for anything. Yeah, we mostly. Okay, I got to stop looking at this stuff because that's all I'll do for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Now you're going to be like itching to look back at it as soon as I leave, huh? Kind of, actually. Yeah, sort of. (laughs) I just, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when you start to think about, okay, I, you know, you're going to live out of a truck for, even if it's only a couple weeks. You still want to be able to have, yeah. It's a, it's a couple weeks, so you've yeah. got to have, okay, what do I do about this? What about this? Well, the, the hard part is because of the pandemic. Like, I know a lot of people that have done that, the the living in the vehicle thing, kind of like what you're considering. And the, the secret for them was a uh, like a YMCA or a gym membership so they can go in and shower yeah. and get cleaned up that way. But with the pandemic and all those gyms and spots being closed, it, that creates another hurdle. I mean, yeah, you can go to, I guess, a truck stop. Well, then I know people in a lot of places. That's that's true. Yeah. Assuming that they're 
around and willing to let you use their facilities. Yeah, oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you were out in my hood, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine, no big deal. But I mean, I, I guess it just depends on where you want to go and then yeah. who happens to be in those areas. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. So you'd have to. It sounds really cool and appealing, and oh, I can go do whatever I want until you until you realize that okay, well, actually, I have to work. And so yeah, so it's. It's not really I can go wherever I want. It's I can go to certain places and potentially be there for a full week. Or you yeah. you, know, you have to be stationary during the day. Um, yeah, because you have to be able to work and not be driving to, to do what yeah, you need to Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I need to put a little more thought into this. Do you think you would spend your time in California? Or do you think you would just do like California, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Washington, Oregon? Like kind of like western states or? Uh, I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's so many opportunities. It's yeah. just a matter of figuring out, okay, Maybe what head makes sense. To, head to Wyoming or who knows? Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, during the week, you'd probably be mostly stationary. Maybe making some small, you maybe drive a couple hours a night here and there if you really wanted to do that. Right. And then the weekends would just be open for adventure. Right. And then... Yeah, I don't know, man. It sounds great on paper. Uh, the trailer thing would make it a little bit easier because then I could... Set up camp. Yeah, and even if it's at like an RV park or something, yeah, right? Yeah, but you can still drive to go get something to eat and come back and you have yeah, your spot. Yeah, and you don't have to like constantly be tearing... Uh, through all your stuff to get everything you need. Yeah, so, you know, the, the thing though is that that's... It's money. Yeah. It's all just money. I looked into too. I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll just get a... So you cannot flat tow the 4Runner, which is a bummer because it's a true transaxle. Okay. Or a true transfer case. And whatever. Yeah, yeah, so anyways... Um, so it, it doesn't flat toes, but I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll just get a, um, you know, like $150,000 RV and finance it like a, a house. Cause house. it's a 30 year loan. Yeah. yeah. Or 20 years or whatever it is. And then not so bad. Yeah. But then what do I do with the forerunner? And then what do you have to look forward to when you retire? Isn't that like the old person dream? No, it's no? never, not my dream. What's your old person dream? To be dead. Well, yeah, that's going to happen to everybody. But I mean, I'm just like. The sense of retirement is because I mean, it, the army thing sounds awesome, but it also sounds like it's a lot of like my dad wants to do that. He's sixty-seven; he turns right. sixty-eight later this month, but he's waiting on on my stepmom to hit sixty-seven, and then they're going to travel the U.S. They're yeah. going to get a fifth wheel and do that. Yeah, but that was kind of his retirement goal. So if you do the whole travel the U.S. in your motorhome, are you just no? I mean, my my honestly, like if my life works out the way I'd like it to work out, which is. Not- Constantly getting thrown for loops. But that being said, like Your I would dream of becoming a professional pole dancer can come true if you just keep at it right. It really can't. I um no, I would like to be retired as much as I can be retired in the next five or six years. And then a large part of what I want to do is circumnavigate the globe on a motorcycle. No. Oh, all right. So yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, Jeanette and I have talked about that, like the retirement plans, like what do we want to do? Because the, the challenge I guess we have is the fact that there's an age difference between us. There's yeah. five or six years, depending on when you're looking at us. Well, the, the, so if she the issue retires, for me is that I don't have an alternate plan. I don't know. I, I, otherwise I'm working the rest of my life and I just don't want to do that. Yeah, so no, I'm trying to figure does. out, you know, there's, there's, there's stuff that could make this happen. Yeah. You know, I just don't know if it's going to happen. There's nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. Maybe you can be one of those people that lives on a cruise ship full time. I would no. I would. I freaking no. Absolutely not. I am um, no. I uh, yeah. I, whatever. That's too 
too much crap to get into, but yeah, I understand the age difference yeah. more, you know. So I made some uh, online purchases the last couple of days. Yeah. I so, bought a new pair of shoes. Yeah, what'd you get? They are actually a, a volleyball shoe. Um, Do they just look really cool or something? I just like the way they looked, yeah. They're a pair of, I'll show you. Are they indoor volleyball shoes or something? Like, like a gum sole? Uh, I hope you can jump higher. I don't think they can make me jump higher. So I spent uh, $3.77. Oh, those are some clean Asics. Yeah, yeah just a pair of cool looking Asics yeah, that I just some... happen to like. They just happen to be uh, volleyball shoes. Nice. You're going to hate some volleyball shorts to go with them. I'm not going to. I don't know. So when Top Gun 2 comes out, you're ready. Is that coming out? It's supposed to. It got delayed to. It was delayed to this holiday season, this past holiday season, I think. And then it yeah. got delayed again to like this summer. But anyway, so I spent $3.77 plus shipping on eBay. And I'm almost never on eBay. But my son has a uh, Thrustmaster steering wheel mm-hmm. and pedal set. So he can play all of his driving games with his Xbox. He has, and he got it for Christmas. Um, it's a Ferrari 40, 458 or 48 steering wheel. Uh-huh. It's great, except it turns really well in one direction and not at all in the other direction. And so I did some Google searching and it basically comes down to the fact that it's a super cheap plastic potentiometer that connects to the steering wheel and the potentiometer fails. Right. So they sell replacement potentiometers but for whatever reason i can't find any locally in the u.s for under 20 bucks yeah but i can spend seven dollars including shipping to have one shipped from england so last night seven dollars yeah that's so cheap right or i could get one from the u.s for 20 bucks plus shipping so right. i was like eh, it's grayson can, yeah grayson can play with the remote just fine yeah so we ordered the potentiometer and so that's coming and then the other thing was is uh I like to do stupid stuff for Jeanette for Valentine's Day or for whatever, just because why not? Mm. So if you guys have been on the internet anytime recently, you've seen a bunch of articles about these amazing Amazon booty leggings. So here's the thing. You say if you've been on, you have seen. I have been on. I have not seen. Yes. So Well, it might be what you're looking at. I mean, if you're looking at like Skybox carriers and stuff. Amazon booty leggings probably aren't in your field. No, but now that you keep saying it, it, but if it, you're it on, will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're on TikTok and you're seeing those girls doing those booty twerking videos. I thought TikTok probably, got fired. No, no. It was just a threat because oh. Cheeto and Chief was angry that Cheeto and Chief. the people were using it against him. But anyways, so I ended up buying Jeanette a pair of Amazon booty leggings for Valentine's Day. And it was supposed to be a surprise, except I had bought Grayson some books. And so Jeanette was like, oh, how, you know, when are the books coming out? I don't know. Let me see. And she's sitting right next to me as I open up Amazon. That's your bad. It's my bad, but I didn't think it was going to be right up at top because I ordered it a couple days ago. So I think it was going to be down on the bottom of the list. So now she knows she's getting Amazon booty leggings. So actually, no. These things have 30,000 reviews on Amazon and it's like a four and a half star rating. Like I've never seen something with that many reviews on Amazon. So I'm really kind of curious to see how they work. They all have that many reviews. 30,000. That's crazy. I want to see if I get a pair and what it does to my booty, but I don't know why. But maybe it does stuff. So uh, there is a Instagram uh, artist. It's mm-hmm. Moto. And I think it's two underscores bone. Moto bone. She is in uh, Canada. Uh-huh. And she does miniature watercolors of things like my buddy's truck. That's rad. Um, how much does she charge? 
Uh, de- I don't know. It depends on, I guess, what it is. It wasn't super expensive. Um, but she, you know, so there's all like kinds of bikes and watercolors, but she also does uh, pets. So I had... Those are the Amazon booty leggings. Oh, nice. Yeah. I commissioned uh, some for a, a friend's dogs. So the, is there anything that she doesn't do? Like, does she not do people? Or will she do like family portraits? Oh, or? I don't know. You'd have to ask her. But it's, like I said, Moto underscore... Try Moto two underscores bone. On... Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, and you just get a hold of her, and she does all these really cool. So if you are looking for something that's a pretty unique gift, like this is my friend's dog she did. Nice. Yeah, you can't see it, but it's a... It is two underscores, because I just typed it in and it pulled up. Yeah, so she does all kinds of... uh, Her name's Samantha... With a really difficult to pronounce last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But she's super cool. I think they're like 85 bucks a piece or something like that. That's not bad. No. So far, all I'm seeing are dogs and vehicles. Yeah, so she's I I've seen like her... bicycles and, and yeah. some other stuff too, motorcycles. So if you're looking for a super unique deal, she's super fast too. How big are these things? Because I'm seeing They're, the brushes next to them. It's like about four inches, this three big, inches. Like that, whatever that is. That's kind of cool. Oh, they're super rad. So again, and I'm, you know, she does such a good job. I feel like she deserves as much uh, recognition as she can get. I am now going to follow her. Do it. And then buy something from her. I'm, I might have to. I want her to do the Forerunner. I think that'd be really cool. There's been a couple of different artists I've seen that you can commission stuff. So I've seen, you know, you can get your, your portrait done. I like really Simpson love the style. I, yeah. Or, oh, she does. So she's done people, but I really like the, I really like the style that she does. Cause it's a really neat watercolor and they're really small. So it's super, super unique. I think. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. She did a can of spam. A can of spam. Yeah. Somebody must really love spam to want a painting of it. I mean, who doesn't? You've had spam, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't say that I liked it. I okay, was, okay. I was, being, I was like, no, what? I, I, I was being facetious because I'm, uh-huh. I'm a jerk. Uh, uh, no, no, not, no. We're not jerks. We're lowable a-holes because we skipped out last week with our... Yeah, it's, uh, sure. I hope you guys enjoyed that image too. That picture made me laugh. So the, the, the post we put up last week for not recording last weekend was a uh, an image of a guy that looks like he was dressed up as... Uh, it's the Amish Mafia. Pretty much. But he's got his Dodge Challenger hooked up to some wagon wheels. Like literal steel wagon wheels. And he's out in front of a store that's closing. And of course, with all of our social media images, I, I Photoshop them. I, I'll combine images or elements to present the story that we wanted to tell. And I did hide a picture or hide an image in the in the picture. So hopefully some of you guys have spotted it. And if you have, add the comment. I know some people were like, hey, I didn't find anything in this picture. What am I supposed to be looking for? There is something in this one. I don't know how they missed it. Well, you kind of have to zoom in on the picture to kind of see it. But anyways, the... uh, I guess I I say that, but I obviously know it's there. So this guy is Whistling Diesel on Instagram. Oh, jeez. Like Whistling without the G, Diesel, all one word. And so he posted these pictures of him driving around with this Challenger all done up. And then a couple of days later... He wrecked it. And uh, I don't think he cares. And I, 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 he might be one Wait, of... did he He actually wrecked it? Yeah. Oh. He actually wrecked it. Uh, stuffed it into a ditch or something like that. But I, I think he's... It might... I think he's a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we've mentioned YouTubers so much on this episode. But this might be the YouTuber episode of the Young Grown Ups and what they're doing. And uh, yeah. So... Anyways, that's where the picture came from. Uh, okay. 
But I just thought I, it was and, funny. Uh, look, controversial opinion, and it, this is just my opinion. This in no way reflects the opinions of anyone else in the world. I think that thing's stupid. The vehicle? I didn't even laugh. You didn't? I no. found it. I found it dumb funny. I just went, oh. Because he actually was driving it around, and it's on wagon wheels. So, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you're right. I mean, what, what's the joke? What's the... What's hilarious yeah, like, about there, it? There's it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, but <laughs> it's so like, okay, but what? Yeah, it's basically what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. If you had to, it felt it just feels very try hard. If you had to turn a vehicle into a joke, what would you do? Uh, I'd get a a Yugo. Then the joke's already there. Oh, uh, well, yeah. A Mini Cooper. Why? Well, I, I think the other challenge is, is like. That it's, I guess it's who the audience is, right? Because I mean, you're trying to make a joke that's an automotive joke. I mean, you have so many people that are enthusiasts and stuff. They may take it one way, but then like the average person on the street may not understand it. So it's it's kind of a challenge in that regard. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't get the. There's no appeal for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe I'm losing my sense of humor. Oh. Nothing's well, maybe nothing really lately has like been funny. I've just been, I've just been annoyed with stuff. My favorite, I guess, joke car is is uh, Tommy Kendall's car. He's got an old what is it, an old Cadillac that he calls El Gallo Grande, which is Spanish for the big rooster, and it's a bright yellow caddy that's got a massive fiberglass chicken mounted to the roof and the rooster tail or rooster head, I guess, mounted to the roof, and then the tail feathers are hanging off the. Uh, the trunk lid. And you'll see it all around, like L.A., Santa Monica. And it brings me joy. There there are a couple guys that uh, they ride gold wings. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I wonder if they, they're not on Instagram anymore. Uh, they... <laughs> They took they ate the ADV ride these Goldwing motorcycles and those guys are pretty funny. See that's funny to me because that's taking something that it's like taking a Miata and using it to uh, um, do that thing. You Off know? road? Yeah, there you go. Overlanding? Uh huh. That thing? Oh, speaking of overlanding Miatas, I'm yeah. gonna tell you something completely unrelated to overlanding Miatas. Okay. I saw a Mustang Mach E in the wild yesterday. I didn't know they were out yet. I don't know if they're for sale yet, but they're out and about. I saw a blue one. Okay. And I saw, I think I told, I saw a red one a month or so ago. No, more than that. We went to Anza Borrego, so whenever that was. Okay. Um, and anyway, so I saw one on the freeway. I saw one on the 91 yesterday. Yeah, I've seen. Blue one. I've seen a, a white one and a blue one in person, and it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's inoffensive. Okay, I just, I think the biggest hang up for most people is just the name. The vehicle itself is fine on its own, but just recalling or referring to it as a Mustang. Yeah, well, I had heard that. I had heard. I don't know where I heard this, but basically they were going to do like the Mustang would become a sub-brand. The Explorer's a yeah. sub-brand. I've so heard that kind of the same thing with the Corvette. Other vehicles yeah. in that. Yeah. Well, yeah. But there's also a Corvette SUV maybe coming, so that's dumb. Yes. Though I've seen a lot of the new Corvettes, and I can't decide if I like them or not. And for some, for some reason, I was somewhere recently, uh, I saw two orange ones on the same day huh and it wasn't you sure it wasn't the same one? Oh yeah 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 it was obvious it wasn't the same one i think it, it's that car is interesting from certain angles i think that it really just depends on how you look at it like if you put yeah. it from the front from the rear from the side i'd it, like to drive one yeah i haven't had a chance to drive one. I, I was able to sit in one because they before the after the cars were introduced they kind of went on a tour and they did 
uh, a dealership tour where the cars were parked at various dealers across the U.S. and you mm. can sit in it and check it out and stuff. And so I got a chance to sit in one and take a look at it. It's it's not bad. I don't know if that's the same as saying it's it's good. But well, it's, I've, I've heard from a lot of people, like and journalists and things, that it's good, not great. Like there's the car itself is fine. Well, I mean, it's, but it's sixty not. grand, right? It starts at sixty. So for sixty, sixty-five grand, it's got to be a pretty decent car, right? Because I mean, it does hold its own against more expensive rivals. But I think that's where people are kind of comparing it to. It's like, oh well, it's mid-engine, so they're they're putting it up against those Italian supercars and the McLarens or whatever it may be because of the the layout and the right. styling. But it'll be interesting to see what it does in terms of the audience, because usually the the Corvette guy was the guy in the satin softball jacket with the white new balances in the in the jorts so you know they're, they're trying to pursue a, a younger demographic with that vehicle so whether or not it works i don't know i saw a bunch of them at cars and coffee yesterday yeah but of course you don't see the owners in them when they're parked so i have no idea if they really are attracting a, a younger crowd or not probably not yeah i would think you know who would have the disposable income in, in this current economic situation yeah i don't know but i mean that being said i saw a freaking mclaren out long tail in beverly hills driven by some dude that looked like he was 22 yeah no one to punch him through the window <laughs> i don't I, I, where do you eat in beverly hills are you going to like just like a chipotle or something no or there's actually just down the road from our from our facility in yeah. beverly hills there's a little like office building cafe okay that's pretty good all right so as you go there oh i should uh is it pricey just because of the local market? Like 12 bucks. Like last, yesterday, like after we went to Cars and Coffee, we were in San Clemente. So Dana Point is just a short drive up the up the highway or yeah. up PCH. Yeah. So we stopped by a, uh, a Mexican spot that a friend had recommended. And lunch. So I had, we ordered two burritos. Grayson ordered. This is where? In Dana Point. Oh, okay. So this is, I think it was like Lupe's Mexican restaurant or something like that. I can't remember the full name. So, Jeanette gets a burrito. I get a burrito. Uh, Grayson gets the carne asada fries. And then two sodas. And Jeanette gets a margarita. With tip, it was 71 bucks. What now? Yeah. $71 for lunch. No. Yeah. No. And so, looking at it, I was like, shit. Well, the fries were 15 bucks. What? The, the Well, it was a massive, like, platter of, like, carne asada oh, guacamole okay. sour cream. So it was like an appetizer, but Grayson wanted that as his meal because there was enough steak on it. He could just devour it. And then my burrito was like eleven fifty. Jeanette's was like nine. Her margarita was thirteen. And the two sodas were like five fifty, like for both. But then the tip. Yeah. And it was like sending And I was like, <clears throat> is that expensive because I'm in Dana Point? Or is it just expensive because I tipped twenty percent on a takeout order? I don't know. It just seems expensive, period. The uh, Especially for Mexican food, because, I mean, yeah. usually you can find these awesome hole-in-the-walls that are just phenomenal for just a couple of bucks. But There's no, there's no like, inexpensive dinners around there, but there is a... Um, yeah, lunch isn't terrible. It's 10, 11, 12 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. It was just... Yeah, yesterday I was looking at the scene. I was like, that was $71 we just spent. I'm like, that yeah. seems like a lot. But it, it was good food. But I don't know if I would spend that type of money. Right. Normally, I mean, I, I usually eat at home as much as I can. Oh, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, because I've been, oh, dude, so much. I've just been gone doing all this other crap. There's no food in my house. So I got to go to the grocery store, which will be 
Not cheap, which is fine. Amazon uh, Fresh, right? You gonna go over there? No, I just. Have you been back since you went? No. Maybe Me- they've changed meant to it up. go and just never got around to it. Yeah. Another I mean, one of those things I'm sure makes me uh, bad at following through with life. Well, it's only Amazon Fresh. It's like you can't get that same shit everywhere else. There's so much sarcasm in that comment. I know. I know. You're dripping with sarcasm. Am I? Yeah. It's oh, just good. All over your rippled chest. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped another two pounds. That's fun. Wow. Yeah. Not on purpose. Braggart. No, not even bragging. I, was would, like, I don't even think I could try to drop it just automatically like that. No, no. It's, well, I mean, that's nice. what happens when you don't eat for a week. Uh, well, when you're hustle, bustle, working, working, working. Yeah, and, that, and that's what it was. It was just like, oh, shit, I need to eat. It's yeah. 2.45. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I just, you know, that's been fine. Um, Is the people watching in Beverly Hills better? Oh, God, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, Wilshire Boulevard, I call it the Wilshire International Raceway. The, the number of cars you see, people drive like, dude, it's a, I think it's like a 35 zone and people are doing like 75. Uh, yeah, They're yeah. crazy. Red lights don't mean anything. I spent people. a lot of time at the Peterson. And so that's at the yeah, corner this, this Fairfax and Wilshire. Yeah. So, um, we're a few blocks away from Rodeo drives towards the Peterson. Yeah. yeah. I can you know only... where, um, that there's that, uh, was that a CVS and that movie theater? We're right there. Okay. Okay. It, I was just kind of curious from a pandemic standpoint, like because Beverly Hills is touristy. So oh, there's still to, people everywhere. It's, that's what I was yeah. trying to figure out because I mean, obviously, if you're not working because you're working from home, are you, are you? What is there to see? What's around and stuff? But if you're still saying there's a lot of tourist traffic and stuff like that, then I, guess I mean, I don't even know if it's tourist traffic or locals, but there's people out and about constantly. And the uh, the hotel we stay at is usually pretty busy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't done a business trip in over a year now, so it's it's kind of interesting to see, you know, it's weird when my yeah. next one will be. It is a little a little odd. Um, I don't know. I I need, dude. I keep forgetting. I need to renew my passport. You should do it now. I know. Well, the State Department at one point had said no. Well, they said you know don't do it if you don't need it. But I mean, it's yeah, yeah. So I just. But we have a new administration in place. True. My barber is open again, so I'll get a haircut and get nice. some pictures taken. There you go. So or, or don't, and then get your pictures taken, and then do. I tried Wait, doing that. Why wouldn't you get a haircut first? So you look like a crazy person? Because, I mean, what do you look like normally? Too soon. Yeah. I did, all my, I did my passport. The last time I took it, I had a crazy beard. And I was like, I'm just going to go like this. Yeah. Just because, I mean, odds are, I, I never look like my passport picture anyways. Yeah. Because my facial hair changes, my haircut changes all the time. So yeah. I might as well just have fun with it and go for one extreme. And I've never been questioned. Like, I don't even get a second look. They just look at it. All right, whatever. That's TSA security theater. Yeah. I, um, no, I mean, I just might as well get a haircut. I, I need a haircut. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not, I mean, my hair's not terrible. Luckily, uh, it's not awful, but it, you know, could be barbered. It could be. So I'll have that done and then get some, get some photographs taken. You should my... get a little nice little fade, some stripes shade into the side of your head. Do mm, that. I'm like, not vanilla ice. Cool as ice look. The no. three stripes on the side. No, no. I just with a tank top. I'm gonna get, get your passport taken. <laughs> picture taken with a tank top. Jesus, I'm gonna get my regular. Do they even have? I don't think they even skin have any. fade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they don't even have like any sort of dress requirements for the passport. No, 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 no. It just and has I'll to be just, a white background. And well, then, you have to have them taken out of place that can do them in the right format. Right. And then you go to the. But they don't say you have to wear a college shirt or anything. Oh no, so you no, no, be, no, no, no. You could wear a tube top and look like you're topless in your passport photo. Yeah, I'm not going to do that either. I'm going to go in in a shirt with nothing on it. 
Well, well, you wouldn't see the branding anyways, or like patterns, you mean? Yeah, I'm just going to wear like a black or gray t-shirt. Chewbacca hoodie. Mm-hmm. And just... Yeah, but insist on wearing the hood. Oh. Yeah. Or a spaghetti strainer, like you're... And then the guy keeps saying something. <laughs> and just pretend I don't speak English. Are you... Is the Mandalorian over? Like, is all the Yeah, season- and I, I heard rumor that it, the next season won't be out until... 22 what's the other show that everybody's like losing their mind over wanda oh, wandavision wandavision yeah i haven't i haven't watched, I haven't it. watched it either I, I don't have disney plus so yeah, i haven't watched that shit, i um i did watch something recently that was good what i watched a documentary last night on the bgs nope on hbo max no nope. it was actually good i i i really like documentaries you know what i don't like the bgs yep the interesting thing was, is like, I didn't realize how much they sounded like the Beatles when they started. You know, the, what they're known for, that whole disco, disco thing, was yeah. like really towards the end of their career and how they were able to reinvent themselves. That's the Mamma Mia, whatnot. But you have, that's ABBA, but you you have them. Oh, they're the same thing. Yeah, it's, I guess they're the same era, but you have like Eric is that, Clapton. Is that really right? I got that wrong? Yeah. Oh, shit. You have like Eric Clapton is in the documentary. You have Justin Timberlake. You have a bunch of other artists commenting about them. And then you have interviews. And of course, sadly, yeah. the only one that of the Gibb brothers is still alive is Barry Gibb. So I didn't lo- know any of them were alive. So a lot of the footage is previously recorded with like Maurice and Andy and some of the other stuff. But I didn't really know much about them. And it was just a really well done documentary. That's just kind of sad because at the end, you know, Barry's talking to the camera and he basically just said, he would give up all of that just to have his brothers back. Because, I mean, it's just that whole growing up, that family relationship and all that they've been through. But it was actually a entertaining documentary. And it's about just under two hours in length. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it doesn't sound like I would really want to watch a, a documentary about the Bee Gees. But it, was, it came across um, recommended by a couple of friends and... and of one of the guys I, I follow on Instagram, uh, Christian James Hand, he does these song breakdowns. Yeah, yeah. Where he explains, and he breaks down the song track by track or layer by layer. So, you know, he explains how the drum beat was laid down and the bass. And anyways, so he had mentioned the, the Bee Gees documentary a couple of times. And so last night, we're like, all right, we'll check it out. Yeah. And it was worth our time. So, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that's where I'd heard about it, actually. Same thing. But... I dude, I'm trying to think. I watched something recently that was pretty good, and oh, I watched a movie called uh, The Artemis Hotel. On I have no it's, idea. What it's, it's on Prime. Okay. And it's dude, the cast is it's Charlie Day, it's got Jeff Goldblum, it's got Jodie Foster. Oh shit! It's basically about a hotel that, like, if you're a criminal, you go to the hotel to get like fixed up if it's, you get if you get shot or something. It's kind of like uh, John Wick when they go. To- I don't know. Maybe I haven't. I, I don't know. Yeah, have you not seen the John Wick movies? I only saw the first one. Oh, and there's then, two more. Yeah, but they're not on the streaming anymore. Well, it's worth five bucks, six bucks. Mm, anyways, um, <laughs> dude, that's how bad I am at movies. Like, I it's hard for me to just sit and watch. So paying six bucks like gives me some anxiety. Um, a new season of Impractical Jokers is out. That oh. show that show's hilarious. It's I haven't watched. It's it. so stupid. The it's only great. time I've ever watched an episode is when I'm on an airplane. Yeah, well. Because you don't need the sound. You can just watch it with your headphones off and you understand exactly what's going on. You kind of need the sound. Not on all of them. It makes it funnier. Perhaps. What's it? What's that streaming on? I don't know. The internet? 
<laughs> yes. Yes, I, actually, I have no idea. I'm going to uh, look it up right now. YouTube TV, maybe? Impractical Jokers. True TV, something like that. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. It, uh... Hulu. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Hulu. Have you ever seen Hulu? Yeah, yeah, I have Hulu. All right, there you go. I have the Hulus. It's also on HBO Max. Hulu... Prime That's video, cool. so I guess it's on a couple of places. So maybe you have to pay for it on some, oh, and it's yeah, free on others. I don't know. Um, there's that new uh, James May. No, not James May. Well, there is the new James May show. The Cooking with... Oh, Cook. Oh, Cook. Yeah, we've uh, talked about that before. Yep, but then there's the... I haven't watched the Richard one yet. Yes, yeah, so I haven't watched that one either, where they're like at a des- deserted island, and they have yeah, to yeah, escape. Yeah, yeah. That's out, right? That is out. That came okay. out on the, uh, January 29th. Yeah, so I, w- I wanted to watch that. I did watch... The first uh, couple of episodes of Top Gear America. I have not watched it. I do have Motor Trend. And so I that's paid got a dollar or whatever. Dax, Dax Shepard, Rob Cordry, and uh, uh, what's his name? First name? Covington. But um, he's a... Bovington. Bovington. Or, yeah. 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 Nah, it's all right. It, you know, yeah. Yeah. It, it's. I don't understand the obsession with trying to recreate the original kind of and what i find well-known. is that they do that and then it's always like the the challenges and stuff for the first season or whatever all the same ones already yeah. too right like, and it oh, takes good, them a while to kind of find their footing and find their personality yeah rapport is important yeah and that kind of like that chemistry with the host is important i think that's why top gear worked so well with the three people that used to be on it it's because they had all that. And then Jethro just, Bovington. That's what it is. Jethro Bovington. Yeah. Or he, as as Johnny calls him, Deathro. Oh, there you go. Yes. I, I mean, is that his Instagram? Is that why he calls him that? No, it's just how Johnny refers to him. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah. Because, I mean, Johnny and Jethro did uh, some head-to-head challenges right. on Motor Trend TV and stuff. Right. And so that's kind of where they, they got around. And so it's, it's been interesting because I know all these people from other things. Yeah, yeah. And seeing them together, it's like I, I listened to the Armchair Expert. Mm-hmm. Dak Shepard's podcast. So to see him in this role, he's all right. Yeah. Uh, Rob Cordry, you know, I've seen him in a bunch of different movies. I didn't stuff. know he was a car guy. Rob is a car guy that isn't into cars. Like he likes his Porsche and stuff and he enjoys them, but he doesn't really know a whole bunch about like the the detail and he's not like a, a fanatic, but he appreciates them. So it's, it's kind of, he's the most casual right. of, of the group. Jethro is kind of like the, He's the skilled driver. He's the one with the actual driving skills. Yeah. So when Dax is a full-on car guy. Yes. Yeah. So the 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 first two episodes were all right. This last one was they had to buy what they couldn't uh, consider future classics. So they bought a Saab, a BMW 3 Series, and a '86 Mustang. And Dax picked the Mustang. And so you know there was a basic challenge, but the premise was kind of weak because they just had to drive from Sedona to L.A. And they stop by a couple of like a uh, an airstrip, so they do a drag race. It, well, but it's got to be a lot harder to do this stuff right now in a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that yeah. that does add to the challenge and stuff. And so I'll see how it goes, but I I don't know. So James May, oh cook, yes, and the last uh, grand tour, yes, a giant hunt or a big hunt, giant hunt, uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, both of those clearly alluding to other british swear words yes. right i tried to explain this to the grand, the uh, massive hunt one yeah. to somebody and they kept getting offended thinking i was calling or like yeah saying that you're a you're like no no that's i was it. like no 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 the word is that it's, that's why it's funny because it's you know it's it's yeah. alluding to and they, they did not find it funny huh so i don't know how they watched it and sounds yeah. off 
subtitles on? Maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on around me anymore. What day is it? Blur's day. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. But I don't know in a way that I don't care. Huh. Kind of. As my friend Ralph always says, it is what it is. With a very heavy German accent. Well, yeah, it is what it is. Of course it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the depressing news we end All on. All right, you going to eat my balls? Uh, no, not when you put it like that. Oh, I'll come politely on, tell you to take your balls off my table. <laughs> but they're filled with protein. That is exactly the problem. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. You know what? It's time. I, I think we're done here. This is. All right. Let's go get to the superb owl. Yeah. Let's go do some stuff. All right, sir. Thank you. Adios. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups podcast. And for this, we apologize.